welcome to Life in the Ted Lane. Hello, welcome to Life in the Ted Lane. Uh, Ted, here is your host, Ted Harris. Thank you, everybody. Welcome to Life in the Ted Lane. It's quite amazing to be here. This is the Gangas Sex My Con, Lizzie Harris. I am the what? The Gangas Sex My Con. The Gangas what to your con? The Genghis next to my con. Oh, I'm the Genghis next to your con. So, guy worked me. He came to do great shows. So, I said, there's one thing that knocks him in the circle. So what did you of- say? <laughs> Ted, you got to slow down. You got to slow down for everybody. So, guy talked to me the other day about great shows. And I said, does a one-legged duck swim in a circle? Does a one-legged duck swim in a circle? And another guy <laughs> said, can I do great shows and great artwork? So, I say... The, the fat puppy hate fast cars. <laughs> but seriously, folks, um, <laughs> we had some great fun this week. A lot of great lost all that. A lot had to go through. So what did we do? What did we do? Um, Ted, I see you have some notes there on your notepad. Huh. What was the, um, what? so this show is about, what are the things that we talk about on Life in the Ted Lane? We talk about Broadway and Hollywood. We talk about and Broadway talk about and Hollywood. News, and we talk about... And we talk about autism. So we welcome your comments, all that. All people out there, we welcome your comments. So so we found out that... So which news, which kind of news is this? Which kind of news are we starting with today? So today we're starting with our adventures today. The other day we had, had breakfast at Taylor's Cafe in, in Maniunk. No, it's not in Maniunk. It's in Roxborough. Right. It's a delicious treat and all that. It's a great place to visit. Yeah. If you're ever, ever in Rossboro, you should visit that place in time. It's got a lot of great places to visit. What's your favorite thing to eat there, Ted? I like the pancakes. I like the burgers. I like the eggs and pork roll. They also have great ice cream and cake and all that. And there's a great brunch and all that. Do they, have, do they really that. have ice cream and cake? And the dessert section they do. Do they really? Also. I've never seen desserts there. Do, have you ever had dessert there? I might have. Do you remember whether or not you ever did? No. Okay, but they do have very good breakfasts. Yep, they do. Very good breakfasts, very good lunches. They're open in the morning, and they're open for lunch. I think they close at 3. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Also, we will get my bird judgment. Wednesday! <laughs> Why are you mad at me? Don't yell. Uh, Don't yell. Nobody likes that. All right. Um, we walked to Gorgas Park, and we did field recording there and all that. So, was he because the speakers and all that? Because was my children around? Yeah, can I talk about that a little bit? Is that all right. okay? So what we were doing was, first of all, we wanted to try to get some good field sound for the podcast, right? Yeah. And I'm going to turn the mic a little bit here. So we wanted to get some good field sound. And another thing is that I work for a company called The Podcast Host. And right now they're doing a project called the Field Recording Challenge, and we want to get people from all over the world to send us their field recordings so that we can hear what it sounds like where people live all over the world, right? Yeah. And we wanted to get a recording of the diner, but what happened, Ted? The music got in the way. Yeah, the music coming out of the speaker and the ceiling was a little too loud. My suggestion, don't sit under the speaker with the music. Yeah, that's a that would have been a very good idea. The other thing is that there weren't very many people there. So you couldn't hear lots of cooking and activity and eating and stuff because it Maybe was Maybe we should quiet. go there for brunch again to recording. We should try that. We'll try it this weekend maybe. Okay. How does that sound? 
And then we also went up to Gorgas Park to the playground, but there weren't very many people there. But that was okay, right, Ted? Best to go the afternoon. That's probably a good idea. I think you may be right about that. I think that's a good idea. And um, what else did we notice about the park, Ted? Well, we had the sway thing. Yeah, what it, it was called a sway time, and what is it? It's like a it's like a seesaw for people with autism. I think it's a seesaw for people. It's I think it's like a wheelchair accessible seesaw. Yeah. It looks like a boat. It looks like you're sitting in a rowboat. Yep. What did you think of it? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It looked like a like a round brown boat that you could sit down on and you sort of rock the whole thing back and forth. So that was cool. Yep. Yeah. So that was our adventure for yesterday. Oh, and where did we go for dinner, Ted? Went to Homestead Ted Inn. Is it really called the Homestead Inn? Homestead Tavern. How about Hilltown Tavern? Hilltown Tavern. Can you say it one more time without burping? Hilltown Tavern. Hilltown Tavern. What do we like about the Hilltown Tavern? It's a great Irish pub and all that. I think at one time I spent the local soda shop at one time, but then somehow the, someone bought it and turned it into an Irish pub. Well, we don't know the history of the building, but it's a, it's a neighborhood pub. They have a jukebox. Yeah. And outside, what do they have? They have, have tables and all that. And people, what do people bring? They bring their dogs, they bring their kids. Boy, did we see a lot of dogs. How many dogs do you think we saw? Five or six. Oh, there were a lot of dogs. Because people were outside walking their dogs, too. Yep. Yep. I think we must have got there on kids' night because there were a lot of kids there. It was dinner time. Mm-hmm. I think people wanted to be able to, you know, get French fries for their kids and a beer for themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, so that was our adventure segment. So, Liz Buffett News is... Muppets are coming out with another Lego set. It's a Lego Muppet set. It talks about the Muppet show. Wait a minute. It's Lego is coming out with Lego minifigures. Yeah. Tell me more about that, Ted. It's like little little minifigures of the Muppets. Let's see what you you get with their play sets. And the Lego website said when they were going to be available in stores. When was that, Ted? In May. What month? May 1st, right? May 1st. May 1st, 2022. hmm And which figures, which characters are the figures going to be? Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Gonzo, Statler Wardolf, Swedish Chef, Abel, Ralph. And Janice. And Janice. And uh, Beaker and Bunsen. Beaker and Bunsen. And they're going to be four nights... Well, on the Lego website, it said that they're $4.99 each, and they come in a bag. They're using a blind bag system. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean, Ted? You never know which ones you're going to get. Right. You might go to Target and grab a handful of bags and get, you know, four bags for $20 and realize you got four Miss Piggies or... Four Kermits or four Beakers or something. Can you imagine if you had four Beakers all lined up? Wow. The first thing I would think would be like, oh, look, a barbershop quartet of 
beakers. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, didn't they make a video of that? A whole bunch of beakers singing? Maybe. All right, I should stop. So what is the next important news story? Um, researchers, advocates rush to aid autistic Ukrainians. Yeah, so that was, we found this out from Spectrum, was it SpectrumNews.com? SpectrumNews.com. So they said that over 4.3 million children have been evacuated from the Ukraine. And... And basically, they're trying to find aid for people, well, all kids with autism in Ukraine to find help. Yes, this woman who is a school teacher who has an autistic younger brother is trying to find help for autistic kids because, as horrible and traumatic as the Russian attack on the Ukraine is, it, just imagine how much worse it is for autistic people. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine that, Ted? I know. So, tell this. Do you want to tell the story about? So, in the Spectrum News article, they talked about this little boy Max, who's eleven years old. Ted, do you want to talk about? Well, Max? he likes to paint and draw and all that. He actually was wrapped in a Ukrainian flag and went up to a Russian soldier and asked when he's going to die. Yeah, can you believe that? That's very dangerous behavior, isn't it? I know. But I can understand why he feels that way. Mm-hmm. I can understand. His feelings are very valid. What matters is how you express your feelings, right, Ted? Yeah. And it sounds like Max needs a lot of help expressing his feelings. Yeah. Ted, what do you think would happen if you walked up to a Russian soldier and said that? I'd probably get shot. Yeah, that would be terrible. No, Greta Thunberg? Yeah, Greta Thunberg. What about her? No, she has autism. I think that's awesome. Does she have autism or does she have awesometism? Oh, a little bit both. Yeah. Ted, which kind do you have? Awesometism. <laughs> so, Ted, I got a question for you. Um, some people feel that it's better to talk to... It, some people like the term people with autism better, and some people f- prefer the term autistic people better. And some people say autistic as a noun when it's actually an adjective. What do you think? Probably, probably autistic as a noun. Really? So, wait a minute. Um, so, when you talk about your friends that you grew up with, like from school and summer camp and social time and going bowling and all that good stuff, what do you call, like, oh. what? how would you, whoops, how would you describe... Like, what words would you use to describe? Well, I mean, obviously, I think when you talk about your individual friends, you describe them as individuals, right? Yep. Yeah. But tell me about this terminology. What What do you think is good? I refer to them as my autistic buddies. Yeah. So you say that they're your autistic buddies, mm-hmm. not your buddies with autism. Mm-hmm. So... When people talk talk about you, would you rather the people say that you are an autistic person or a person with autism? Um, person with autism. Really? Okay. Because sometimes you call, you say, I really miss my autistics, autistics when you're talking about your friends. I think you use all the terms interchangeably. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Because you know it doesn't define you. There's a whole lot of you. There's a whole lot of you, and autism is just part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it is something that's very interesting and that people don't understand, and they can learn a lot about it from you. Right. Did you hear about another guy with autism? He was actually arrested at a Target store. Was this recently? Uh, there was an autistic guy who was arrested at a Target store because basically he was buying candy, was giving the cashier a hard time, so she called the cops. But basically, cop, cops basically afforded the guy, and the sister actually assaulted the officer. They were dragged out in handcuffs, and they were being detained. Where did you learn about this? It was, it was in the news. Okay, I know it was in the news, but can you remember exactly which website you saw it on? Because I remember you saw this this morning. Um, I don't remember which site. Well, do you remember where it happened? In Utah. I thought it said Syracuse News. I thought you it told me it happened in New York. Okay, do you want me to look it up real quick? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up. I'm going to open up a browser here, and we're going to look it up real quick just to find out. There there we go. Okay, I'm going to hit the pause button for a sec. Okay, so according to the Times Union newspaper, uh, Tracy, sorry, Wendy Liberatore reported for the Times Union that in uh the mother of a black autistic teenager who was tackled Monday in a Target store by a Saratoga County Sheriff's deputy says her son did nothing to prompt the confrontation and was a victim of racial profiling. So he was 14 years old, and he was waiting for his siblings and cousins to check out with purchases bought with Easter money, and he was thrown to the ground after his sister screamed, what the expletive are you doing? Get the expletive off my brother, and he has autism. He has autism. Okay, so what? Okay. So, Saratoga County Sheriff Michael Zerlo did not return a call for comment. His office later released a statement about the arrest of the girl. The document makes no mention of her brother and says little about the confrontation that unfolded in the store. The sheriff's office said that they were called to Target at 12.29 p.m. for a disturbance in which youths at the location were being disruptive. Okay, so it seems like what happened was like maybe, okay, Tracy Sangari, who took the videos, said the manager told her he simply wanted the teens and children to leave the store. Okay, so it sounds like what happened was, yeah, the kid wanted to buy some snacks. Okay. So we don't know what happened. We don't know why the police were called, and we don't know what happened with the police. But we do know a few things about being autistic in public. Right, Ted? Yeah. Yeah. So... Let's talk about this. You did, you made a video for, and also it's hard because a lot of times when people think of autistic people, they imagine white kids, right? Yeah. They imagine like cute white little children. Yep. Yep. They don't imagine adults mm -hmm. and they don't imagine people of color, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But you know 
lots of autistic people. They come in all shapes and sizes and ages. And also, you know, Asian autistic people and Latino autistic people and black autistic people, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you grew up with them and you guys all know each other, right? We've been friends since the hospital nursery. (laughs) You've been friends since you were little tiny kids. Mm -hmm. And I think that what happens is sometimes people see autistic people being disruptive and they don't know what's going on, so they call the cops, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's ridiculous. Like, what are some reasons why an autistic person might be disruptive in a Target store? Because he doesn't know better. Maybe he was confused. He was confused. Do you th- Maybe he gets hot and gets it's edgy and rammy. Yeah, if it's hot, especially. Mm-hmm. Or if it's noisy. Or it's noisy. Yep. If it's crowded. It's crowded. Yeah, those would be all reasons that an autistic person might be disruptive in a store. Yeah. And are they reasons that somebody should call the cops? No. Yeah. And what do you think police officers should know when they're approaching an autistic person? Approach slowly, carefully. Mm Mm-hmm. Not get loud. Mm Mm-hmm. Not touch the autistic. Yeah. Um... Not pull weapons. Yeah. And not tackle autistics. And find out what the situation is. And find is. out what the situation is first yeah. before you, or first. Exactly. So you've had, what kind of experiences have you had with the police? Oh, one time in Long Beach Island, I was, I was, I was panhandling on the street. I was washing windows of cars. Why were you panhandling, Ted? I was washing windows of cars. Why were you doing that? I was trying to raise some money for myself. Ted, but you didn't need any money. <laughs> um, I, was, I, was, I was washing windows of cars, and then... And then what happened? A cop cop came over and, over, over and maybe, maybe put my hands on the pole. Uh-huh. I told him I was autistic. And I, I tried to defend myself. They actually patted me down. Uh-huh. They brought me to mom and dad and explained the situation and told them not to do it again. Yeah. I've also had... it's a. It's you were a, very lucky. Yeah. At the police took museum while I was taking pictures. And, some and woman, then what happened? Some woman yelled, some woman yelled at me because someone claimed I took a photo of her kid. Uh-huh. Which I didn't do. Uh-huh. I was just said was just, just taking pictures. So what are the what what are the rules of photography now when you and I are out and about? Ask permission before you take pictures. Yep. And also take pictures of what? Take pictures of things and plants, not people. Exactly. Yeah. And also sometimes, especially in museums, it's good to find out what the photography rules are before you take any pictures at all. Yep. Yep. It's, and never use a flash. And never use a flash. Yeah, because flash can damage the photographs over time. I mean, yeah. not the photographs, you know, paintings and, well, yeah, photographs too. Whenever I go to the Philadelphia Art Museum, I'll make sure the flash is off. Yes. Because I don't want the paintings to get damaged. Exactly. Well, Ted, you know what? I think we've learned a lot today, and we've been talking for a while, haven't we? Yeah, no, it's getting hard and all that. So. That's just about, about time to wrap it up. Yeah. So what are some things that we want to talk about next time? We're going to give you more news about the Muppets, more news about the world of autism. 
Ted, I just remembered something that we forgot to mention. We were talking about autistic people in the Ukraine. What? And there was that Facebook group. And now I can't remember the name of it. Uh, help, help autistic people in Ukraine. Let's, let's pause for a sec. So we Ukraine were reading autism help. Yep. We were reading on spectrumnews.org. And what's the name of the group? Ukraine Autism Help. Okay. So if people want to help, they can go to that Facebook group and check it out and see if that's something that they can help with. But also they can there are we will put some we will put some resources in the show notes if people want to help people in the Ukraine. All right. All right. Um, I know that we gave some money to UNICEF to help kids in the Ukraine, right? Yep. yep. The Red Cross. Well, we'll get we'll put some more links in the show notes. All right. All and right. So are you ready to sign out? Well, that's just about it for another session. I hope you enjoyed today. Quite amazing. Remember to visit us on Facebook or MySpace or Twitter. You also visit our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Ted Harris Puppets, or search Ted Harris Puppets on YouTube by Vision Club. Or remember to check your public access channels and all that. Are you on public access channels? Is there something I don't know? And remember to donate to our Patreon page. Do we have a Patreon page? Wow, Ted, you're way more organized than I am. And remember, remember to say that's it now. I'm Ted Harris of Harris Puppets, and... I hope you enjoyed today, and we'll hope to see you again soon. Bye. Life in the Ted Lane is created by Ted Harris of Harris Productions in association with 6630 Productions, featuring Ted Harris, co-hosted by Lindsay Harris Briel, music by Vincent Briel, sound recording by Lindsay Harris Briel. Producers acknowledge this was created on land of the Lenape Nation that was created by cognitively challenged people. For more information about Lenape people, visit LenapeNation.org. For more information about this show, visit 663productions.com. Sixty six thirty productions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.